This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, this is Annie Grace answering readers' questions. I'm the author of This Naked Mind, and today I have a question from Jen. Jen says, Hi, um, here's a quick question for your Q&A. You talk about alcohol being an acquired taste, which should have tipped us off that something might have been wrong here, but coffee, at least for most people, is also an acquired taste. Do you consider coffee to also be an addiction? I have several AA friends, all of whom treasure their coffee as I do. Um, I'm just curious about whether you yourself drink coffee or whether you see any problems with it. It's one of my great pleasures and I would find it hard to give up. Thanks. Um, So... You know, certainly there are addictive, coffee is a physically addictive thing, clearly. It does a lot of the same things neurologically inside the brain that alcohol does and heroin does and other things. It creates a need for itself. You build a tolerance to it. So some of these very key things. I'd say one of the biggest, you know, sugar is also a very addictive thing that I get asked about a lot. But one of the key differences is that with both coffee and sugar, um, it, it certainly isn't as toxic. You're not harming your body to the same extent as alcohol and other drugs. And it, it, you're not going to um, harm anyone else. So, you know, you're not going to change who you are in terms of you're not going to get in a car, you're not going to drive drunk, or, you know, overly caffeinated. I don't think there's the same dangers in driving or overly sugared. So, I think for me, I certainly drink and enjoy coffee. Um, I've thought about giving it up a few times just for health reasons or health benefits or, you know, for other reasons. But I think the key difference, while it is physically addictive, is that from an emotional level, I don't have the cognitive dissonance in my mind about drinking coffee. I'm not sitting there, um, I'm not mentally obsessed with it. I'm not pining for my next drink of coffee. I'm not wondering where it's going to come from. I'm not getting frantic if for some reason I can't have it. You know, maybe I'll get a headache or something, but I'm not, you know, getting getting frantic or upset about it. And it isn't it doesn't have the same hold on me. So for me, that's a pretty big indicator that I'm not um you know, it, it isn't, I'm not giving over my power to coffee. I was certainly giving over my power to alcohol. Alcohol was far more important to me than it should have been in my life. And I felt like I needed it more than I wanted to need anything or anyone. Um, and so it's not the same. And also, I think there's this tendency that we have, which is a beautiful tendency. But once we start to do one or two things for our bodies, our bodies say, oh, amazing, let's do lots more things. And so lots of people say, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and give up alcohol for 30 days or for indefinitely. And then they say, great, well, I'm going to start, you know, yoga every morning and I'm going to run 10 miles and I'm not going to eat any more carbs and I'm going to give up coffee and give up sugar and all of these different things. And that can actually undermine our efforts. So my advice is always to be super gentle with yourself. So if you are, you know, going through a 30 day challenge of giving up alcohol, or you're giving it up indefinitely, whatever the case is for you, if you're gentle with yourself about sugar or about coffee, you know, and let those things happen. For me, I know I drank a lot more coffee in the early days than I did kind of now. And um, now I'll just drink a cup or two, but I was drinking coffee pretty much throughout the day for the first probably six months that I quit drinking. And that was, it was really a substitution a little bit. And and I allowed that because I was being really gentle with myself. Now maybe I'll drink, you know, a cup in the morning and, and that's about it. And same with sugar. I was really gentle with myself with sugar. Like now sugar isn't a big deal to me anymore. And, you know, I just drink a, or eat a normal amount of sugar 
Um, but it became really like I'd carry around kind of gummy bears during that first few few um, months because I just wanted some sort of reward for all the good work I was doing and that's really worked for me and I think that scientifically studies do show that trying to do too much at once or too many things at once you actually undermine your efforts and there's something called the what the hell effect so you say um, you know you're trying to do all this stuff and then you can't get it all together and you say oh what the hell and then you just give it up and don't do anything so I think that you know being really gentle with yourself is important understanding what coffee is for you if you feel the same sort of pull and discomfort and cognitive dissonance around coffee that you did around alcohol then clearly that's something you should look at i think we can form unhealthy relationships with just about anything from netflix to sugar to coffee to alcohol um and that for me is defined as doing something and continuing to do something you no longer want to be doing so if coffee has become that for you that is an important indicator for you. For me, I don't feel that way. I definitely do and drink and enjoy coffee. Um, but great question. Uh, I love it and thanks so much for asking. Hi, are you looking to connect with like-minded people? Sometimes maybe you feel like as someone who knows all this information from the snake in mind or the alcohol experiment that you're living in a world of muggles and people just don't speak your language. That is why I created The Exchange. The Exchange is an online community where we meet face-to-face -face, live video calls multiple times a week with people from all over the globe just to connect, to have somewhere you're seen and you're heard and you feel less alone and really that you can give back and get the support you need. So if this sounds great to you, check it out at thisnakedmind.com backslash exchange. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.